What's up, what's up to all the Bleaks out there? I'm your host, Charles, and you're now listening to a tribe called Bleak Podcast. And I have my great co-host, Ralph, with me. What's up? Hey, and as you guys already know, this is a 420 movie review season. Everything 420 as far as the classics, the movies that you guys know and love. Either the Bleaks would like to roll some up, or if you just like to be sober and watch these stoner classics, Ralph and I are going to discuss them with you. Uh, just a little bit of info too, guys. I've already created this site. Uh, it's still under development. Uh, some of you guys have already checked it out. I appreciate the feedback. Uh, there's a lot more things to come with it. Just bear with me. But I will let you guys know that it is out there and I'll have the information posted. But for today's episode, uh, we're going to talk about a movie that just really has stood to me like now the test of time uh, <laughs> it's one of my favorites even if you're not even 420 friendly like that it is just a it's damn fun. It's, it's, it's a damn good comedy you can get it over and look at this and just laugh yeah oh yeah and uh we're gonna go ahead and talk about pineapple express uh seth rogan's movie uh it's no stranger he's no stranger in the world of cannabis uh in fact he uh you know, has written this movie, uh, so some of you bleaks are already aware of this. And uh, I'm just going to go into a quick synopsis for the bleaks who might have not seen the movie. Um, and what it is, is uh, it's a character, Dale Denton, played by Seth Rogen. He's enjoying a rare strand of marijuana uh, that might prove fatal when he drops the roach and uh, after witnessing a murder. And when learning that the rare strain of marijuana can be traced back to him, saw his dealer played by James Franco and him go on this crazy ass adventure. And let me tell you, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's, it's almost like, it's actually it, it, bro, it, to me, it's almost like uh, Die Hard meets like a cannabis movie because there's, right. there's just so much going on with it. But uh, we're going to just go ahead and get right into it. Um, and for the first question for you, Ralph, uh, your first impression of Pineapple Express. <laughs> I, I thought that was I thought that was just crazy. Like you could tell that the actors in the movie was just having fun. Like uh, it just seemed like a bunch of friends got together and was like, "Hey, let's make this movie about Pineapple Express and then see see where it goes." And like the there's like a scene where uh, the the warehouse that they went to where they had all the drugs like explodes. And then like Saul escapes, and then like he's like he's being carried out by Seth's character, Dale Denton. And then whenever he like lays him in the grass, if you look at Saul's face, it looks like Saul is legit laughing. <laughs> oh like, yeah, yeah. You look at that scene; it looks like he is laughing for real, for real. And they probably just took it out in sound design. Um. Okay. All right. Uh, I'll say this, man. For that movie, one of the things that stood out to me. Uh, in the uh, intro was that they were testing marijuana on one of these soldiers yeah and they just like that facility the, that the intro, you think you're watching a different movie like, yeah because hey, yeah, they had like a, like a whole serious aesthetic and then it was like uh item nine yeah and i was like illegal and like the guy's like so how do you feel right now the soldier's like smoking bud and he's like uh, well, I feel like butter and flapjacks, yeah, and pancakes, and so yeah. And he was speaking his mind because he was just like military, lots of dudes, bird mm-hmm. boobies, like just saying things like that. He was like, "How do you feel about your superiors?" And he was like, burr, 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 burr. <laughs> <laughs> "That's a jazz solo." And you know, I, I'm gonna pull up some of the cast on here because it, it's there's actually quite a few it's people. With a lot of, like. 
comedians, actors, like there's a lot of people in this movie. Oh, um, well, another okay, so here's a person that stood out to me, right? He wasn't even in the movie for that long. Uh and I'm gonna pull him up. He played Raiden, I believe, in Mortal Kombat one or two. I just can't remember. But he he was in the Warriors. He was one of the guys who was messing with the the uh the fake prostitute who was a cop. Oh, he gets, he gets, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna pull him up right now because the, the name is like it is. He escapes me right now, but uh, okay, yeah, because I, I I couldn't even picture with Raiden because like Raiden was played. It was like some white dude played Raiden. No, no, but he played him too. He yeah. played him. He played him. Yeah, as all I remember about Raiden in the the old school Mortal Kombat is he was like a white guy. Even then, as a kid, I thought that was different. But you know, it's whatever. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> for the bleaks out there, if you guys haven't seen the movie, the cast has Seth Rogen. James Franco, Danny McBride, which uh, for Danny McBride, to me, it's interesting to see like all of their youth, but especially his, because he doesn't sound or look the same as he once did right now because you know with the beard and the deeper voice and everything yeah. else because yeah. like, it's it's crazy it's different and he sounds completely different. And I was just I said, damn, that's Danny McBride, but back then, it's like oh, like now I feel like he's like the serious funny asshole in movies. Yeah, he's also done horror, right? Yeah, well, he was in the movie, uh, I believe, Alien Covenant or Prometheus or something like that. Yeah, but didn't he also help with uh, Halloween Ends? Probably. I mean, he's he's had quite a few things. Well, I mean, he's like some writing, some directing. Oh yeah, I'm I'm he's quite sure of it. Well, um, and, and that's the thing, like the, like the whole cast itself really just grabbed my attention. Um, and the first time I had ever seen this movie uh, was when I was deployed overseas. I had never heard of it. I had never seen it. And I remember I was on the mess deck on a ship and I just remember everybody was laughing. I was like, what the hell is this movie? And then, you know, I think at that time it might have been like a year or two old or something like that. Because I think it came out in 07, if I'm not mistaken. 07, I don't even no, no, 08, 08. 08. So for the bleaks out there, it's oh, 08. It came out during the election of Obama. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it was just, um, I the thing is about the movie, one of the parts, I think in the trailer, right? I, I could be wrong. The part that got me, I think, and I think this was the beginning of the trailer. Right. How Dale is talking on the payphone with his girlfriend at that time. And he's like... You know, you're it, you're everything, blah, blah, blah. And his girlfriend's like, Dale, I, I just, I love you. I want to marry you. He's like, oh, oh yeah. I made a mistake. He's like, I made a mistake. He's like, oh. Clearly, in your respect. I'm not marriable right now. <laughs> and, and another part to me about that movie, too, because uh, it's just so, like, for the police, y'all hear us laughing. It will have you like that. Like, this movie will get you like that for a 420. You'll be laughing like you are. Like you're high off of something. Something because that movie was just done so well. But the part where like he's like driving right and he's like serving papers as a process server, and then he's like he's on the radio, and then this this woman's talking to him. He goes like, "Well, some people might think me dating an 18 year old is like yeah. bad or something like that." And she goes like, and "The lady on the radio is like, well, as long as it's consensual." He goes, "I think it's consensual. Yeah, it's consensual." <laughs> So I, I like how I had the intellect. And another thing, too, I love about the movie, the Electric Avenue scene. Oh, he's like, they're, he's like, he's playing that song all in the intro. We'll take a walk down to Electric <laughs> Avenue. And then, you know, and uh, he's just like serving all these papers and people get pissed off. Yeah. Go get a fucking job, you asshole. 
It's like, well, I thought it was interesting, though. It's like the movie looks like it takes place, like, over four days, if not three days. If you, like, sit there and look at the movie, like, how many times it hits night, how many days it's spent in the movie. And throughout the whole movie, Dale Denton is wearing the same exact thing. The only wardrobe change he does is in the beginning whenever he's doing the process. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah that's, no, the no. Only, that's the only time. But the rest of the movie, he's wearing the same well, suit. So, same, with the, same with the pothead. The only one who does the most wardrobe changes is uh, Ted. Ted, and I think it... Yeah, I think, yeah, 72 hours. Because yeah. um, I think, like, is he, yeah, he gets high at uh, Saul's place and then sees the murder and then they hide out, camp out, and then... Oh well, yeah, but like it it it, it opens up. It's no, 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 I know, I know. I'm talking yeah. about after that part. After that part, like then, when it goes around the stuff. Goes Siles, then runs away with Sal. They go stay in the dang woods. They try to get a caterpillar high in the Yeah, yeah, that shit was <laughs> And then then it's the next day. So then you got day two already. Uh-huh. And then, like they're spending that day trying to figure out what to do. They're looking at the time and then he's like, three already? Oh, uh, daylight savings <laughs> or something? Yeah, because I think they he's went. Like, it can't be three a.m. because <laughs> they, they, they went forward an hour, so yeah. it was like in the springtime when this movie was taking place. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's go into the second talking point. Uh, question for you: Is Pineapple Express considered a cult classic in four twenty culture? I believe so. I believe so. I believe it's up there with all the other classics, with all the with the the Cheech and Chong movies, the uh-huh. How High, the uh, like all the all the different classics that's out there. I believe it's up there with them. I say so too. You know what? One thing I could appreciate about about that movie is that, oh, you know, like you had like we talked about in the uh, prior episode uh, for uh, Friday, right? right. Like. How that was more catered towards us, even though like a lot of people love that movie. Yeah, I felt like with Pineapple Express, it was like, like it didn't matter if you were black, white. Like the comedy worked for every like yeah. type of yeah. audience race where you were you could not help but to laugh because the thing about Seth Rogen, he was on the 420 episode uh, with Snoop Dogg because Snoop invited him right. uh, on there to get high and talk about because he's a he's a fan of Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen has had some very very funny movies he's written, yeah. lots of successes. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of uh, you know black entertainers who are fans of Seth Rogen. Yeah, um, and one thing about Seth is that you know I like how he genuinely wants to make something that makes people laugh. Yes, he he's, makes he's, it work. <laughs> Behind uh, uh, the boys, yes, yes, he's actually one of the screenplay yeah. writers for that. And like, uh, he was also behind New Ninja Turtles movie. Mm-hmm. He's uh, yeah, Seth, Seth, Seth is oh, a, no, he's talented, man. Yeah, he, like, and it was interesting the more, the more I learned about him, I was watching an interview about how from Tyler the Creator, yeah, and like how he was on the show called Freaks and Geeks. And oh, I had never yeah. heard of, I've heard of the show, I just never watched it. It didn't seem like mm-hmm. anything that would interest me, but. I, yeah, like for Tyler, that was one of his favorite. He was he's such a big Seth Rogen fan. Yeah. He interviewed him, and he's like, "Yeah, man, I've seen all your movies and the shows, and I just love your work." So, I, uh, you know, I think Seth is very talented, which you know goes into our third talking point, um, which we've already answered a little bit, but we can elaborate. Yeah. Uh, did Seth Rogen showcase a lot of comic, uh, comedic talent in this movie for you? Yeah, 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 he did. Um, but I mean, Seth. He, he. I mean, he's just. He's just that guy. He's just 
to me, he's just fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I feel like this for certain comedians, you have comedians who do who are great at stand up. Yes. And only stand up. Like, yes. you can put them in a movie and they'll. You know, yes. and he has some who are great with movies yes. can't do stand-up for shit. And then right. you have very few who are good at both, who can balance both extremely well. One person I always thought was perfect for that, at that, was Eddie Murphy. Yeah. He was still one of the only few who could just... He's only done two stand-up stuff. But that's all he ever needed. <laughs> He's always <laughs> true, done true. But it was enough to, for me to believe that hey, he can do it if he if he wanted to. Because right. people would pay to see Eddie Murphy. Like, oh yeah. So well, like stand-up. most stand-up comedians' dreams is to have like a hit TV series or oh, yeah. like a comedy movie or something that they get into. So that's usually like the hopes of a lot of stand-up comedians. But like like what you said though, there's stand-up comedians that's real good at stand-up. Mm-hmm. But then you put them in a movie. Oh, dude, it it's doesn't like, just it's work like, out like that. It's kind of like uh, it's kind of like battle rappers. Like yeah, you yeah, know what I'm saying? yeah, they're yeah. real good at battle rapping, but, but they can't do a commercial success. Yeah, it's, it's like a song. It's it's yeah. just and and that's fine. And you know, and it's not look. Everybody has a forte. Yeah, not all of yeah. us are going to be talented in all avenues. I just felt like. Uh, and again, maybe Seth has done stand up. I haven't seen it. I, I haven't either. I don't. I don't even know. Okay. Yeah, I'm not familiar if he has. But I, I will say that he really showcased a lot of comedic talent for this movie. I think he's written super bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, was, yeah. He, he, he did that one. And if I'm not mistaken, I actually, hell, he was in it too, playing with yeah. the cops. <laughs> so you know, he's really just a I, I really big talent. But I'll say this though, I feel like his time. Of his prime comedy movies that he, you know, starred and he, he wrote, uh, were like two thousand like seven to two thousand twelve. That was kind of like that, you know, uh, super bad and Pineapple Express and yeah. you know and all the other type of movies that, yeah, you know, are knocked up. That was like another yeah, one, knocked up. You know what I mean? Yeah, that he did. They were they were good, but that was like really that era of that comedy. And you know, it's I you know it's crazy to say this, um. And you can tell me how you feel about this. I was talking to someone about this the other day. Right. I feel like now, besides horror, I feel like horror is, like you said, becoming more thriller. We're yeah. starting to see more thriller. But I feel like now, I'll be honest with you, man, comedy is not a genre I've really seen promoted like that anymore. It's not. And I believe the reason why is because uh, um, I hate to go this route with it, but a lot of people say it. Like, more people seem to be more sensitive. Like, you gotta... You gotta yeah, politics, you gotta, cancel you gotta, culture. A lot yeah. more comedic-wise back in the day than what you do now. Now, it seems like it'd be harder yeah. to to do like... A, like, you can't do a um, don't drink your juice in South Central or whatever. What is it? Uh, don't be mystified yeah. while drinking oh. your juice in the... Like, you couldn't do that nowadays. You couldn't, you couldn't do... Uh, the, the the airplane movie. I'm talking about. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. That yeah. Nowadays, like there's a lot of movies like you you couldn't do that now. There, like there's a whole scene in the airplane movie where they were trying to figure out what these black people were saying, and then like the white lady, I think she was either the mom off the Brady Bunch or she was the mom off the of Family Ties. She was off of one of them white yeah, yeah. family shows, but like she was like, oh, I know how to speak jive. Can't get away. No, <laughs> no, nah, yeah. It's it, it's one of those things like you and I discuss like. I feel like now, if they were to do more, I feel like now, honestly, stoner movies are like just mostly the comedy. Yeah. Really, the comedies that you see, because 
I can't think of a comedy that has really stood out recently. Yeah, because everything's been so Marvel, sci-fi, action, spy, John Wick. Like that. If you want like straight comedy, you would have to just see a stand-up. Form. That or or a sitcom. I feel like sitcom. Yeah. The only thing they do when they see like, like comedy. But I'm talking just like just just comedy, just through and through. Like sitcoms, there's comedy there. There's comedic sitcoms, but then there's points where there's a pause. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where they got to focus on whatever the story is or whatever. Like 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 what I'm talking about is like, have you ever seen? I'm going to get you, sucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, like comedies like where just every scene is just something ridiculous. <laughs> and it's just off the wall. Like, I don't think we're going to get that type of comedy. No, no, I, yeah. The, the the closest we're going to get to that is something that's so zany and off the wall that's not even funny. It's just stupid. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like, and, and that's the thing with Pineapple Express for Bleaks out there. Um, some of the scenes again were still ridiculous, but it worked with the action story that they were they were making out of that movie, which made it to me makes it so classic. <laughs> like, and here's the thing. Uh we are gonna review Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, right? Yeah. And one thing about that movie, it's is it has action. It, it definitely has action, right? It has adventure. Yeah. Um, but this action had more somewhat of a serious tone with some of the stuff. It was like blurred between the lines of comedy yeah. and like seriousness, which I really enjoyed because some stoner movies. Yeah, because the violence was actually violent. Like, <laughs> like, like when he lost a piece of his ear and he tried to connect it. And he was like, oh. <laughs> and he was like, he was like, oh. Oh. Yeah, like, oh. And he was like, you know. He's like, it's infected. So I was like, no, no. You know, and that's that's the thing about that movie. Uh, but let's let's go to the fourth talking point. All right, question for you: favorite character in the movie? Oh, that's a, that's a hard one. I'm between uh, Matheson and Red. Okay, okay. Why, why, why would you? Why would you those, because like Matheson was just twisted. Like he was a weird character. Like he would just kill people on the spot without even thinking about it. Like kill him. He'll just shoot the gun off. Like that's it. The only person that he talked any noise to was Saul. But everybody else, he just shot just point blank. And then like person that crazy is outside of the house that uh that uh Dale Denton goes into for that dinner he was late to with his girlfriend. And then, like he said, he he's like parks outside. Him and the other hitman. Yeah, he was so excited, so excited. Like what? And then when he goes in the house, he and they all run out. Yeah. yeah, he puts his hands in the food, and then he was like, "Oh my yes!" He was like almost like some sadomasochist, like yeah. the killing and stuff. Um, for the bleaks out there, if you guys don't know, uh, Matheson was a hitman played by Craig Robinson. Yeah, so, very funny man. Yeah, so he definitely worked for the role. Uh, yes. And um, you gotta, I'm gonna say for me, my favorites. I'm gonna say three. Uh, shit, there's so many, man. Okay, I'm gonna have to say four. Okay, mm-hmm. definitely uh, Seth Rogen, Dale, because he was the only in- the intelligent one out of Saul. Right. Uh, I did like Red. I thought Red was funny. So with the fight scene in the house, getting hit upside. Yeah, man, with like, the volume. Survive. He, he reminded me of old boy off of Blackening. I don't know if any of y'all bleak seen that movie or whatnot, but there's his brother in the Blackening. I forgot his name. Sorry about that. Light skinned brother with an afro. You'll know who I'm talking about if you ever watch the Blackening. He uh he actually kind of looks like Shock G. I probably shouldn't have said that. I'm not meaning that as a diss. He just he looked like a young Shock. Anyway, 
<laughs> that brother in the movie like was a survivor, just like Red was. Bro, but here's the thing: um, one person I really liked when she got mad, and I thought it was funny, was Rosie Perez. Yeah, That's, like the co- corrupted cop, because like when she's like, <laughs> and then she's about to shoot. She's about to shoot. Oh, uh, Saul! She was like, "Your stupidity amazes me." Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. And then, uh, because they're New York accent, she's like. She's like, all right, well, I'll be back in an hour. I'm going to yeah. find out who's mother who's screwing, you know, that sort of thing. And then the, the chase scene with her in the cop car where she shoots the civilian. Yeah. And it seems like... But, but like, Michelle, they were so stupid, though. Like, Saul just stops the car. Right. And it's just trying to shoot at him. And then, like, Dale just ducks, and it goes through the window. And then, like, it hits, like, the, some... The, 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 and she goes... And she goes, like... So he's like, oh, what you stuck for? He was like, I don't know. I thought it didn't work. Yeah, shit. Yeah, I, again, um, so if I had to say those are my uh, four favorite characters um, in the movie Pineapple Express. And for, um, hell, let's let's get into this right here since we're already talking about so many scenes. Things that you thought were hilarious about the movie. Any scenes that you can think? I mean, there's so many. There's a oh, few. Oh my God. Like, uh, there's sayings that didn't catch on. Like, uh, the one saying that they had was BFFF, which was like best fucking friends forever. <laughs> it never caught on, but it was funny in the movie. And then, uh, there was something else that, uh, that grabbed my attention in that movie. My mom's blank on it right now, though. But like, like, no, there was a few scenes in there that, like, that I was just like, what the hell? Especially the scenes with Red. Red was just... Oh, crazy. bro, like, Red, Red, when he got shot and he was like, fish tacos. Yeah. When <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he says, Matthew said, you have some British nights on. I ain't seen that shit since, like, 1987. He gets shot. And then he's like, uh, he's like, I love it with the part where he's making the, the cake, right? He goes, hey guys, just chill making the cake. Oh, no shit. He goes, like, it's, uh, he goes, it's my cat's birthday. He goes, I don't see a cat in here. Did you let it out by chance? He's like, no, because my cat died three months ago. Now who's the funny guy? <laughs> and then he was like, he said, uh, he was like, uh, Dale, uh, Dale's like, uh, or no, so I was like, hey, you know, like, let's just ask him. Dale's like, he's like, ask me what? He goes, ask Red. He's like, uh, well, you're gonna come in my house, keep secrets. Well, it almost makes you look like a dumbass. Yeah, <laughs> he goes, Look at my armpit. Yeah. His arms, he's like, like, What? He's like, I got, I got no hair in there. What's the significance of that? It makes me aerodynamic when I fight. <laughs> so he goes, I can handle danger. <laughs> Pineapple Express or anything? If that's what we need to know, uh huh. So, uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> No, no, okay, the scene, it came to me. The scene whenever he goes to the high school, uh, Del Ditton goes to the high school yeah. to uh, talk with his girlfriend, his high school girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, that one dude comes, he's, like, all cut and everything, and, like, look like he got done leaving football practice yeah. or something. And then, like, they're just all talking and laughing. They're all comfortable together. She's like, oh, your impression of Goldblum was so funny. Oh, my gosh. And then, like, he was like, oh, yeah, but, hey, you know. And then, like, he's in the, you see Dale, Looking at both of them, like really, y- y'all want to get a room? Like seriously, y'all, y'all, y'all talking with each other like that? And then whenever he walks off and he says, "Let's suck, let's suck today's dick." <laughs> like, wait, what? I like the scene where he comes by uh, Dale's place, right? Or Dale comes by Saul's spot. He's like, he's like, um, "Hey, let me ask you something. Um, if you had to pull the plug on somebody, 
would you do it? He goes, uh, I don't know, man. I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to go down that road. Yeah, I he's, he's like, I just came here for the weed. He goes, yeah, yeah. Man, let me let me get you. He's like, all right, got the weed. Bang. I'm like, you know, <laughs> And he said, like, you going to smoke and run, bro? Like, I can't light this joint on my own. I need your help. He's like, fuck it. Why not? Let's see. <laughs> and he gets high as shit. And he's like, he's like, uh, what is so? What is it that you do? I'm a process server. So you, like, serve people? Like, what bar? Like, yeah. Is it what talking about? He was all like, what? No. It's like, no, no, because I give out documents from attorneys to people who don't want them, so make them admit who they are. Yeah, that sounds like fun. He goes, like, he goes, oh, it's an interesting job. He goes, yeah. I wish I had a job where I could just smoke all weed, smoke weed all day and do nothing. But you do have the easiest job. You got the easiest job in the world. Then he found out from the movie it wasn't the easiest job. He was quite the bud man, I'll say that. He was quite the salesman. Um, I, I love the chemistry uh, with these two. And one thing I have to say, um, and I know James Franco is going through a lot of legal trouble. Yeah, with those accusations that he, where he went into a stay and was like, yeah, uh, we could watch weird stuff on the internet. That hits different now. I guess somebody. <laughs> My, my thing with James is that uh, I only really remembered him off of uh, the Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. Uh, you know, because yeah. I, you know, with those with those movies right there, and then uh, I thought it was really good for com- comedic relief in this movie. He actually did like watching it again. Yeah, he really convinced me that he was a real pothead. Like I was yeah. guessing, no, this dude probably really smokes bud like that. <laughs> he was and everything. Um, but it was just cool just to, you know, watch this movie for the Bleaks. I highly recommend it. And, you know, we're going to go into our final point with this. Uh, and for the Bleaks, you already know, this is actually strain of bug, but we're talking about the movie perspective. The movie was Pineapple Express. That's the actual bud itself. <laughs> for you, Ralph, if it was a strain, how many puffs would you have to uh, puff on it on a scale of one to five before you pass it off. I'll be fine, bro. Okay, I'm right there with you, brother. <laughs> I'm right there with you. That movie, uh, again, it's one of my favorite comedies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. comedy, action. Action. Yeah, a lot of stuff in there. I, I, you know, and it's, it's a formula, I feel like. The only other movie that made me have that much fun, it took out the... It, it took out the stoner aspect, but it did have like the, the drug aspect with the comedy. It was Twenty One Jump Street? Oh, the original yeah, movie. Yeah, that, that was a fun movie, and yeah. and to me, that was like a the kind of the closest thing that action comedy over right. the time. Right, had kind of like a mix of both, and the action looked like some real action. Yeah, and it had Ice Cube. Yeah. So yes. it's, it's it's one of those movies where you know uh, I really thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, Pineapple Express for the bleaks out there. If you guys haven't seen it, man, y'all gotta y'all gotta do it. And if you you know if you got some Pineapple Express with you, <laughs> hey, the movie's gonna be a lot more enjoyable. Um, and I feel like you guys are gonna really enjoy it. But until next time, uh, be safe out there, bleakers.